Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we're going to be talking about perfectionism versus self-compassion and really trying to help you shift your mindset from being a perfectionist into more self-compassionate. However, before we jump into that, I do want to always, always, like every single time, invite you to come say hi to me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Send me a DM. Let's just chit chat and just become friends online. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or you just want to say hey, hi, and hello to me, I would love to hear from you. And if you would rather, you can send me a good old-fashioned email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. All of that information is down in the show notes, so I look forward to hearing from you soon. But again, today's episode is talking about perfectionism versus self-compassion, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into that. So I'm sure, (laughs) without a doubt, that there are many of us that struggle with being as compassionate to ourselves as we should. So I myself struggle with perfectionism because I grew up with really high expectations. Like in hindsight, when I review the expectations that were on me as a child and like a young, uh, a young person in school, it was, it was high. Like, I don't feel like when I was in it, it felt like super high expectations, but reflecting back, I'm like, crap, that really sucked. Um, so that's like, you know, and that's where, where my struggle with perfectionism came from. And even when those expectations faded away, because, you know, I grew up and I moved away from home and away from my dad and away from that whole situation um, and kind of just severed ties, that way of living still stuck, though. It still stuck with me. It was like already deeply ingrained in me by that time. And I didn't know <laughs> that there could be anything different, right? I didn't know that you could change. I didn't know you could grow and move from that. And I just thought it was just something that I'd be stuck with for the rest of my life. And it actually got worse. (laughs) It actually got worse because I believed I had to try harder to impress all the new people I was meeting at college and everywhere else and at my new job and work and everything because these people didn't really know me. So I had to go the extra mile to show them how amazing I was. And I already felt so broken from everything that I had gone through growing up. And I'm sure that you could feel a similar way, you know, when you go through all this crap and you meet new people It's kind of exciting for a lot of people because it's like, oh, a fresh start, which does feel great. But if you are trapped in all that shame and uh, perfectionism, people pleasing, all of that from a previous like quote unquote life experience, season of life, whatever, you feel like, wow, and I have to do even more to make up for all that crap because if they discover like what happened to me before or what, what mistakes I made or whatever, then they'll look down on me. So I need to raise yourself up so high and have your own sky high expectations so that they will they will look the other way even if those things come up you know what I mean it's like this crazy game that we play with ourselves and we need to stop so I'm sure many of you have felt similarly as I said and struggle with showing yourself compassion rather than fall into the trap it is a trap I'm telling you of being perfect and stressing yourself out because of it. You know, think about any time where you're like, oh, I'm just a perfectionist when you say that to yourself or when you're like really trying to make sure everything is perfect, make sure you're on top of every single thing, even things that you're not necessarily 
supposed to be responsible for, but you take it upon yourself because other people are not pulling their weight or they're failing you, this stresses you out, right? And I know that it stresses me out and it's, it's just, it's too much, you know, which is why I wanted to share with you some ways to flip your thinking from a perfectionist mindset to more self-compassionate, right? Because uh, the more you practice this, the easier it becomes as time goes on. Obviously, it's not going to be just like this cold turkey thing of like, oh, I'm suddenly not obsessed with being a perfectionist. And, you know, if you feel offended with me saying the word obsessed, it is an obsession. Think about it. Like if you are so dedicated to making sure that everything in your life is perfect, that you are perfect, even the people that are an extension of you are perfect, you are obsessed with making that happen. And it just is an obsession. So I hope that you're not offended by that. I just, I think you should reflect on it though, if you do have problems with it and see how that settles with you. But the more that you practice what I'm about to talk about, the easier it becomes. And that's with most things, you know, it's not just overnight. It could be weeks and months, even years. So, but before we get into some ways to transform thoughts that are perfectionism based into more self-compassion based, I want to chat about how we view both of these labels you know, that we put on ourselves. Some people view perfectionism as a positive thing, which is amazing to me. And I used to think of it as a positive thing myself. But it's actually, you know, it's this trait that people are proud to say they have because it's supposed to mean you are the best <laughs> and most thorough at what you do. You know, that you are like top notch. There is not going to be anyone that is better than you or you fit in with this like crowd of elite people that are also like the best. So you are creme de la creme, cream of the crop, whatever. And that mistakes are just like not your thing. Like that's not your thing. It's not your vibe. And you, you believe that because of this, you should be also highly regarded, right? Among others. But in reality, but in reality, you know, it's very self-defeating because it's impossible to be perfect. I want you to know that. It's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's impossible to be perfect, but it's also just a shield. Perfectionism is just a shield to protect you from enduring feelings of failure or judgment, right? It's like you want to just have those things kind of like bounce off of you like a trampoline. It's just like, oh, no. I'm not going to deal with that because I've made sure that I am up to snuff. I am have the highest standards. Everything is in line. I have it all under control. I'm perfect. But it's not. It's not. It's a shield. Um, and, it, you know, because it seems, it seems better to deal with fear of failure as a perfectionist instead of actual failure because the fear of failure is actually in your control and actually failing... You feel like it's in your control because you're doing everything you can to avoid it, but it really isn't because it can still creep in those cracks that you know are there that you fear will be exposed because of fear of failure. And even Brene Brown, like the person that talks so much about this kind of stuff and emotions and vulnerability and all of these things, even Brene Brown even talks about how perfectionism is not the same as striving for your best. It's not. A lot of people think it is. A lot of people will equate it and be like, no, I'm just a perfectionist. And they laugh about it. And they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm just a perfectionist. It's okay. I don't mind doing all of this 
insane extra work and having these insane high expectations. But it's not. She says that it's not the same as striving for your best, but actually to protect yourself from, again, what I was talking about before, protecting yourself from the pain of shame, judgment, and blame. Because you don't want any part of those things. So you're like, oh, anything I can do to kind of like curb that from your life, you're going to do. Now, self-compassion, on the other hand, so much better. This is obvious, I know, but it is so much better. It's like the party that you've been missing out on. And you're like, why didn't I come sooner? Why was I trying to be cool and come late? No, you should have came early. Um, Self-compassion is all about forgiving yourself for mistakes and failures that will happen in life and knowing those things don't define us. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing thought, belief to have in your life? You know, I'm going to say it again because it's just amazing. Self-compassion is all about forgiving yourself for mistakes and failures that will happen. Promise will happen in life. And knowing, believing, understanding, accepting, knowing those things don't define us. It's amazing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's being understanding towards ourselves when our emotions are more negative and self-deprecating. It's the idea that comforting yourself is better than denying your pain and feelings. And I talk all of it all the time about self-awareness and not denying your pain and your feelings. You need to honor them and accept them and know that they are a part of you. It doesn't mean you need to react based on them, but you need to understand them and let them in and really use that information to better know yourself and to make better choices and respond better and to become happier and healthier and your best self all the time. So, you know, With self-compassion, you make the decision to be understanding, accepting, and loving to yourself like you would with a friend or a loved one that is feeling down. And I feel like that's like the easiest way for you to really understand. Like being self-compassionate is everything that you would do for someone that you super care about, that you are worried about, that you want to comfort, that you want to understand that it's okay, that whatever they're going through, they will get through, they're stronger than that. Um, whatever they did wrong is not something that is going to define them forever. No, you love them and that they should be, they should feel okay and feel comforted that they'll get through this. So those are, as opposed to saying those things to like a friend or a loved one, you need to say those same things to yourself. Treat yourself the same way. We always treat other people so much better than we treat ourselves and we need to change that. Don't you think? I think we should. So, um, hearing about both of these mindsets you know, perfectionism and self-compassion, I'm sure you would think that if these choices were like right in front of someone, like every single time, like if you're going through a hard time and you just literally had those like sitting like right in front of you, like one side is perfectionism, the other side is self-compassion. You would think that every single time self-compassion would always be chosen, right? But, and I'm only saying this because it's important to really realize like, where people's mindsets are and maybe where yours is. But this isn't true, you know. Not everyone's going to just automatically choose self-compassion. Those so deeply, myself included, wrapped up in perfectionism have trouble accepting that being kind to yourself when things don't work out as planned, because everything you want everything to be in your control, is a good thing. You know, it's, 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 it's like, it's, 
it's tough, right? You get so wrapped up and uh, like wanting everything to be the way that you believe that it should be. And I believe, I'm a firm believer, Christian believes, believe in Jesus, that a lot of times when we are pushing so hard for something to happen, and that is not quite the way that God wants us to go, our paths will be shifted. And, you know, we'll see those changes as feeling like we are being punished, but we're not. We're just being turned in the correct, but like in the correct direction of the way that we need to go, the journey that we need to continue, you know, and thinking that we always know what is right, what is correct, what we need to do is very cocky of us because we only know as much as we know right now and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We like to think that we know based on history and how things are going and our hopes and dreams and desires, but we don't. We don't and we don't know how much trouble is for us in the future. We continue on the way that we're going. So if we just allow God to lead us in the way that we need to go, it will be easier. But those that struggle with perfectionism, it's really hard for you to accept that, you know, when things don't work out, that it's a terrible thing. You know, you think like the world is over. And, you know, the first step to breaking out of perfectionism, I want to tell you this, because I did a whole week talking about perfectionism in a past episode. So if you need more about that, that is there for you. And I probably will like, you know, talk about that more soon at the top uh, in the next like few episodes. No, not few. I would say in the next while, I will be like bringing back new episodes talking about perfectionism um, from everything that I've learned in the last year, because I believe that those episodes are probably almost a year old. But anyway, still applies. So if you want more information, you can go back into the archives and listen to those. But the first step to breaking out of perfectionism, I want you to know, so you can ponder on it if you struggle with this, is to believe that no one can ever be perfect. It just can't. It's just not a thing. You might think that you are, but you're not. You know that there are cracks in your foundation. You know that there are issues and problems that you're avoiding. You know. You know. You just know. You just know, but you hope that no one else will see it. No one else will catch it. You will be out of the fire. But honestly, you got to like step in the fire and kind of get burned a little bit to learn more, to become stronger, become better, to continually understand what you need to do better, what needs to change, what needs to stay the same. Maybe you need to go in an opposite direction. Maybe you need to get help and assistance. Who knows? Um, but that's the first step. You got to believe that no one's perfect. And then you can start to be kind to yourself. Then you can understand that mistakes and failures are meant to happen. Then you can understand that it's okay if you trip up and if people don't like you and if everything doesn't go the way that you want. So let's just dive into, you know, some perfectionism thoughts transformed into self-compassionate thoughts to help you get an idea of how this could help you, how this could work and how it could help you shift your thinking process when you do fall into these things and help you focus more on self-compassion because I'm not saying that you will become a you know former perfectionist overnight absolutely not absolutely not maybe sooner than me because it took me a few a few years or maybe longer or maybe the same it doesn't matter it's not overnight so I don't think it is but this exercise will help you and I have four examples for you so the first example is if you are thinking more of like a perfectionist, 
you will say to yourself, I need to be better and do more, right? Always. You're always thinking, I need to do better and I need to do more. What more can I do? But instead of focusing on that kind of thought process to be more self-compassionate, you should say to yourself, I'm doing the best I can do right now and that's fine for now. You know, you're really telling yourself, it's enough. I'm enough. Everything I'm doing right now is enough. Even if you can't do as much as someone else that you do struggle to compare yourself against, that you want to be like, that you feel like you're competing with, it doesn't matter because you are enough. You are doing enough right now. And you know that deep down, even though you want to match what's with them, you want to match what they're doing, you know you don't have the time, the energy, the capacity to really do it. And so you have to tell yourself, I am doing the best that I can right now, right? And know that you are and believe that you are. And because you're not doing the same as someone else, it doesn't mean that you're not doing your best. And it doesn't mean that it's that's not fine. And it doesn't mean that it's not enough. So understand you're doing the best you can and that's enough. Okay. The second one is if you were more of a perfectionist, I, you would be thinking, I have no room for error in anything I do. You truly believe that you're like, nothing can be wrong. No mistakes, no failures, nothing. I have no room for error in anything I do, but instead to be more self-compassionate, you would say to yourself, Mistakes and failures are some of our greatest teachers, and these experiences will make me better and stronger. You know, just like I say every time, become your best self every single day. That is what I'm here to help you do. And by telling yourself things like this, mistakes and failures are some of our greatest teachers, and these experiences will make me better and stronger, you will be on your way to that because there will be error in your life. And Even if you say now, like you're thinking to yourself, I'm perfect, nothing ever goes wrong. You know that things have gone wrong. You've just been smart enough and quick enough to clean up the mess before anyone notices, okay? Now, this might cut deep to you and you're like, how does she know? It's because, it's because I've been a perfectionist, right? You don't want anyone to see the cracks. You got to seal them up. You got to cover them up. You got to distract them, right? Because you got to have a minimal amount of mistakes and failures, and you don't want anyone to ever know. Absolutely not. You got to keep that record credible. You got to have A++, uh, 4.2, you know, grade point average, like above a 4.0, like it's crazy. And it's just not real. You can go through and should welcome mistakes and failures because they will teach you so much. You will just take everything that you learned from that experience and use it for the future to be better prepared for whatever comes along. So remember that, okay? The third one, a more perfectionist thought would be, I really need everyone to like me, to be worthy and accepted. I struggled with this so much, so much. I still do sometimes. I don't really have that many like people in my life though right now. So I kind of like, I feel like that's kind of helped me. I think if I, once I get more integrated to meeting more people, um, it will be a struggle. It's still kind of a struggle online, but not really, not really. It used to be a really big struggle on like Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And it's become less because I'm realizing that being who I am, being authentic is better 
than focusing on who likes me and who doesn't. But okay, so the perfectionist thought, I really need everyone to like me to be worthy and accepted. But instead, to be more self-compassionate, you need to say to yourself, the most important person that needs to like me is myself. And that's all. And it's true. You know, you really need to be more compassionate to yourself and understand that you have to like you. So if you're trying to be out there pretending to be someone else, someone that everyone likes, you know, be more people pleasing, be this, you know, a picture of perfection and something that everyone would just love to like, because that's what gives you worth, which it doesn't, but you believe that it does. No, no, you will be unhappy and it'll be really hard to keep up with wearing that mask to pretend to be that person when really you only, the only person that needs to like you is you, you know, you need to be who you are. And of course, there might be some things in there that you need to change. You need to work on, become better at, you know, maybe not be so like short or mean or rude or whatever thing that you might be struggling with, codependent, whatever, but still you have to like yourself to get through every single day with yourself without it being too much of a struggle. And that's what's most important. And accept yourself, you know? The last one, the fourth one, the more perfectionist thought that you would have is for me to be worthy, I have to be successful and good at everything. (laughs) It's crazy. For me to be worthy, I have to be successful and good at everything. I truly believe that. I believe I needed to excel at so many things. And there were so many things growing up that I didn't. And I was so worried that that was going to make me look less than, terrible, stupid, ugly, whatever. It was a struggle. And and I really thought that my worth depended on those things. But instead, instead, to show yourself some more self-compassion and love, you would say to yourself, I am worthy with or without success. And it's not based on what I do, but knowing I am worthy, just being myself and believing in myself. Self-worth is not dependent on what you do, who you are, what you're doing. Like it's just, it's self-worth is dependent on like how you believe in yourself, who you are, you know, and knowing that you are who you are. And if you just believe that you can do whatever you, whatever you work towards, uh, your, whatever goals you set out to achieve, And everything that you do to overcome, like whatever, you know, um, stumbling blocks come in the way, that is worth, you know, what you believe in yourself, what's inside, not things that you do to appear to be worthy because you are just trying to continue to strive after that external validation, which I, yeah, it's, that's, ugh, it's ugly. It's ugly. I should talk more about external validation. I struggle with it a lot, even now, a lot, even now, a lot. You know, there's a lot of things I talk about here on the podcast where I have overcome it to the most part, but there are still things I talk about that I struggle with on a daily basis. And external validation is one of those things. And we should talk more about it. But so for this though, again, you want to tell yourself I am worthy with or without success. And it's not based on worth. Worth is not based on what I do, but knowing I am worthy, just being myself and believing in myself. So these are the four examples I want to give you, and I want you to try to think of some, you know, 
of these self-deprecating, negative, perfectionist mindsets, thoughts that you have about yourself and spin it in a way that's more self-compassionate, more accepting, more loving, more forgiving of yourself because that's what we should be doing as opposed to continuing to beat ourselves down until there's barely anything left, until we have to do even more work to build ourselves back up. Sometimes it comes to that. Sometimes it has to. But I believe that if we continue to love ourselves and accept ourselves, it can become less and less over time. So I really hope that this episode has helped you a lot to really think about that. Think about perfectionism. Think about self-compassion. Think about how important it is to understand both of those things and to, you know, um, invite more self-compassion into your life. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. I appreciate you listening, downloading, and sharing the show. Thank you so, so much. Again, a reminder, check the show notes below where you can find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or send me an email to realpositivegirl at gmail.com. Again, I would love to hear from you. Any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. And until I hear from you, I hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye.